I'm Haley Bloom-Peterson. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Our Stories, Our Health podcast, featuring our very own Dr. Hannah Lixon talking about all things COVID-19. Hi, everyone. We are back for the first time in quite a while to talk about COVID-19 with Dr. Hannah Lixon. Hey, Hannah. Hi, Haley. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure when this will air, but just so everyone knows our context, uh, Suni Lee uh, won her gold medal for the all-around this morning, so it's a pretty good day. It's a really, really good day. I cried a lot. Um, I am a huge, huge gymnastics fan, so much so that I did gymnastics. Well, I did it as a kid, but then I started doing it again when I was like 23, um, right. and I just love this watching the sport and I've been just really impressed with the whole U S team. And we had Grace McCallum also from Minnesota and then SUNY today, just amazing. But, um, we're not here to talk about gymnastics. Unfortunately, we are here to talk about COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what are you seeing in your clinics and, um, just kind of what's your general sense of where we are in this pandemic? Yeah. So, so COVID's back, but really it never left. Uh, so can't call it a comeback. Uh, it is getting worse again. Uh, we're seeing more cases. We're seeing, uh, the Delta variant really spread pretty quickly, uh, through Minnesota as, as it has been in the rest of the country. And, and so we're having to make some changes in our approach to preventing that spread or, or minimizing it as best we can. One of the things that I think is um, kind of taking a lot of attention in the news or has caught my attention is that it seems like people who have been vaccinated are getting the Delta variant. They're not getting super sick, which is great. It's what the vaccine is supposed to do, but they're still having viral loads big enough to transmit it to others. So what does that mean for people who are vaccinated? So it, it means a couple things. You know, first, uh, that is the characteristic of Delta variant uh, that makes it such a concerning strain of this virus. And, and just to be clear for people listening, you know, COVID in Minnesota right now is all Delta variant. So it's not that there's some people getting sick with COVID of some other kind. You know, Delta variant is now what COVID is. So so Delta variant has higher viral load in the people who, who catch it. And that means that anyone exposed to them, uh, one has a, a higher likelihood of catching the virus with less exposure, just because there's more virus particles around. Uh, and so for people who are vaccinated, their risk of catching the virus is higher than in uh, with other strains. It's certainly lower than people who aren't vaccinated. It's dramatically lower than in people who aren't vaccinated. Uh, and like you said, fortunately, for someone who has been vaccinated with any of our existing vaccines, uh, even with Delta variant, they're unlikely to get so sick that they need the hospital. But we are seeing people who are sick enough they need to miss work, you know, because of, you know, the respiratory symptoms 
fever, profound fatigue. So, so there's that personal thing, right? Like none of us want to be so sick. We're missing work. That's a problem for a lot of people. Uh, and then the second issue with Delta variant as, as it pertains to people who are vaccinated is that someone who catches Delta variant, even after being vaccinated can then pass it on to others. Now we don't have data to know like the exact likelihood of passing it on, what what that likelihood looks like in someone who has symptoms versus doesn't have symptoms, but we know it's possible. We assume it's happening uh, just based on the amount of spread we're seeing. So, so that means that this vaccine will save your life, will prevent you from becoming critically ill, but it doesn't prevent you from getting sick at all. And it certainly doesn't prevent you from being a vector of spread. So, so that's why we're now seeing calls for all people to go back to wearing masks, not just the unvaccinated, but the vaccinated too. So one, one major way we're in a very different spot than we were a year ago or you know, at the very beginning of the pandemic is that by and large, our most vulnerable populations, so the, our older Minnesotans um, and those with other underlying conditions have largely been vaccinated, which is partly why we're not seeing the same level of death that we saw at the beginning or in some of the other surges. Um, but I think the, the big focus now is that we still have all of our kids under age 12 can't be vaccinated and they're still largely at risk of catching this variant. Absolutely. So the the vaccination rates in kids are pretty low. Uh, so in the 12 to like 18 range, like less than half of kids are vaccinated. And in the under 12 range, the none of them are. Uh, and, you know, as has been the case throughout the pandemic, you know, risk of severe respiratory illness and death from COVID is, thank goodness, just lower in kids, but it's not nothing. Uh, and we also are seeing, you know, long-term effects from the virus in younger people too. And so, you know, as, as a parent of young kids who can't be vaccinated yet, you know, if, if wearing a mask in addition to my vaccine means I am now less likely to catch the virus when I'm at the grocery store, when I'm at work, uh, of course I'm going to do that, you know, because I don't want to then spread it to my kids. Speaking of being a mom to school-aged children, how are your kids going out in the world? What are they doing? Um, are they are they in summer camp or are they still at home? So my kids right now are mostly at home. They're playing with their friends and their neighbors outside, uh, going to playgrounds, that type of stuff. But no, they haven't been any, at any sort of organized camps this summer, but we are getting ready to send them back to in-person school in the fall. And so that's where a lot of my attention has been. And right as of now, there's not, we don't have a mask mandate for schools starting in the fall, things might change, but it, it doesn't seem right now like that is the, the um, likely trajectory. What are your thoughts on kids wearing masks in schools this year? Yeah, so, so I agree with the American Academy of Pediatrics and the CDC. 
who have recommended that all people going into school buildings wear a mask regardless of vaccine status. So that's all students, teachers, staff, visitors, everybody going into a school should wear a mask because it is the best tool we have to keep our kids healthy. And of course, their staff and teachers healthy too. Uh, you know, it's complicated as to how we're going to implement that in Minnesota. Uh, earlier this summer, we had the end of the public health emergency. So Governor Walls can no longer just sign an executive order and mandate masks. Uh, the health department in Minnesota, the Minnesota Department of Health has recommended that schools follow those CDC and AAP guidelines with mask wearing at schools, but it is going to be up to each local school district to decide their own policy. My hope is that Minnesota school leaders will follow the recommendations of the CDC, of the pediatricians, of the Minnesota Department of Health, and require masks for people at schools this fall. So a lot of people have started to increase some of their activities because we've seen how effective the vaccines are at preventing major illness from COVID. What would be your recommendation to folks right now um, about what they should be doing regarding mask wearing? So I'm actually back to being more cautious again. Now, I never stopped wearing a mask at public places. I, I just didn't because I knew that the pandemic wasn't over. Uh, but I think that, that the safest thing to do is, you know, take each situation by itself, right? So uh, an outdoor gathering of vaccinated people, uh, you know everybody there, it's reasonable not to wear a mask. An indoor gathering, even of vaccinated people, if you're not keeping six feet apart, I would put a mask on. I really would in that situation because I am seeing transmission from vaccinated people, right? And so the safest thing to do, even in a gathering of vaccinated people, if you're indoors is to wear a mask. Uh, A large outdoor gathering, say a concert or the state fair. I mean, first of all, I personally wouldn't go to something like that right now, Uh, but I would certainly recommend that someone wear a mask in that type of crowded environment, even outdoors. That's really helpful. In the end, you know, the most important thing people can do to protect themselves and the people around them is to get a vaccine. And so, you know, if if you're listening to this and aren't yet vaccinated or you have family members or, or someone you care about who isn't vaccinated, you know, make sure to get your questions answered. Uh, talk to a doctor or a nurse practitioner or someone who is a trusted medical practitioner. Uh, and and get a vaccine because that is the best thing you can do to protect yourself. Uh, The fact that you can get sick with Delta variant even after a vaccine isn't a reason to not get it because the vaccine will still be the thing that saves your life. So, you know, thinking about vaccines, we are also starting to see um, conversations around booster shots. Is this something we should be thinking about if we, you know, got our vaccine back in the spring, or is that kind of a, a long way off or not necessary? So I think time will tell on that one. I suspect that at some point we 
will be recommending booster vaccines for at least some people, if not all people. Uh, but we're not quite there yet. I certainly get that question a lot from, from patients is, you know, it's been a number of months now, should I be getting a booster? And at this point, it the vaccine is not approved in that setting. And so it's not something that we are offering. Thanks so much for the update, Hannah. It's really great to hear from you, especially as, you know, things continue to change with this pandemic. Always a pleasure, Haley. Stay safe out there. Thanks. We know it's hard to stay up to date on all that's happening around COVID-19, but we're here to make that a little bit easier. Our Stories, Our Health is committed to bringing you timely, science-based information and the stories of Minnesotans as they make their way through this challenging time. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at OurHealthMN. That's O-U-R-H-E-A-L-T-H-M-N. Or head to our website to share your own story, OurStoriesOurHealth.org. We get through this together. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and maintain social distance. For you, for me, for all of us.